What is going on, guys? Welcome to the Social DJ Podcast. My name is Justin the DJ, and welcome to episode two of this show. Now, if you guys are enjoying this podcast, do me a huge favor and like the show. Give us a five-star rating. Subscribe wherever you can. It's going to help us a ton with getting more traction to the show and reaching more people. And also make sure to turn on notifications for the show so you don't miss an episode. My plan is to have these episodes coming out on a weekly basis and give you guys an insight of growing on your own social media accounts. And for those of you that want to take a look at my pretty face while we're recording this, you can watch the video version of this show on YouTube. The link's going to be in the description. Now, if it's your first time listening to the show, I want to give you a quick overview of what this show is about. This is a podcast for DJs, event professionals, and even people just trying to get traction in their business. Uh, the goal is to help you guys succeed on social media, showcase your work for potential clients that are looking to hire you or find people to purchase your products. And it's to help you guys exist in the digital age and bring the social back into social media. So before we get started today, I want to tell you a little bit about this past week. If you guys didn't know, I just got back from Atlantic City. Uh, they had a DJ conference up there called DJX. Um, so I was up there for a few days, met a bunch of great DJs, um, played a lot of blackjack, um, and overall just had a great time with the LaForce crew. So instead of flying directly to New Jersey, we flew into New York City and drove the rest of the way. That was my first time I'd ever been to New York, and immediately after walking out of the terminal, I got a real New York experience because the drivers in New York City are absolutely crazy. Everybody is just slamming on their horn 24-7. I saw taxis running over traffic cones and cutting people off. I saw people screaming at each other through their windows, and I swear, at some point, I thought people were going to get out of their cars and straight up fight. Like, New Yorkers just got some mega road rage problems over there. It's just ridiculous. Shout out all my New Yorkers that are listening right now because I don't know how y'all do it. <laughs> Anyways, we drove over to Atlantic City and the conference was being hosted at the Hard Rock Casino. So we had to wait a little bit of time before our Airbnb was ready. So we walked right into the casino and just went straight to the blackjack tables. You know, I'd say I'm pretty decent at blackjack, but after about an hour of playing on those tables, um, I lost 100 bucks. So, not a huge deal. Only $100. But my buddy Nate Nelson, on the other hand, had lost, I want to say it was like 500 bucks in the same time that I lost 100. Um, he would go from one table, lose 100. He'd go to another table, lose 100. He bet 100 on roulette lose it immediately. Like my man had like zero luck in Atlantic city. <laughs> I swear, like honestly, the hard rock was probably a little cursed or something. Cause every time I played games there, I would just always lose. And then I would go to the casino next door and I would always win. Um, so I really just played mostly at the ocean casino and left Atlantic city, um, with some extra money in my pocket, which Never happens when I go to the casino, so. <laughs> so anyways, like I said, we rented an Airbnb down the block from the Hard Rock Casino. Um, so that first night, we just went to the Airbnb and just hung out with some people um, and had a good time. Kevin Garrity came over 
and brought his turntables and we DJed live on TikTok um, for a couple hours, which was a ton of fun. You know, it was funny because uh, we had a few DJs that came as well and they were playing with us and we would just rotate like every 20 or 30 minutes or so and a new DJ would come on and spin. It was funny because we had a few DJs playing that night and we would rotate every 20 or 30 minutes or so and a new DJ would come on and play. Um, at one point we had DJ Demand jump on. Now this dude just crushes it when it comes to scratching, just doing crazy shit and showing people up. And as soon as he was done, nobody wanted to follow him up. Everyone's just like, nah, I'm good. <laughs> so nobody wanted to spin after demand. So we just turned the TikTok off. Um, <laughs> it was such a good time. It was such a good time hanging out with those guys. Now, DJX is a pretty big show. They had a lot of cool seminars. They had a bunch of pretty big speakers out there too. And they had a pretty nice show floor, which is where I saw a ton of cool gear and got some merch too. And I ran into a lot of DJs from all over the country. There were even people that recognized me from some of the reels that I made or, or even some people that recognized me from this show. So shout out all the people that I met at DJX. It was such a great time seeing you guys and uh, can't wait till next year. So on Thursday, we were flying back to Dallas after the conference. Uh, we were going through security and for some reason, Nate was talking to one of the TSA guys about content because I think he was like, filming stuff with his phone making like a little video or something like that and he was talking about me and my social media and hyping me up to this guy and it was funny because right before we went into the terminal I was talking to all the LaForce guys in the car about social media and things that we could do to start blowing up on those platforms um, anyways I look back at Nate and the TSA guy and I say from across the terminal for everyone to hear, I shout at the top of my lungs, nah man, the whole squad about to blow up. <laughs> and Nate's like, Justin, you can't say that. We're at the airport. <laughs> Bro, I, I just died laughing. It was such a fun trip and I'm glad that I get to go out and do these things with the crew and honestly can't wait till the next one. So today's topic of the podcast is going to be something super important for you guys, whether you're just starting to post content online or you've already been on social media for a while, because what you guys post matters a ton for your business and for your brand. Now, when I say the word brand, what I mean is like your persona, your message, your style, basically what you are all about. For example, my brand is that I'm a DJ that does weddings in the Dallas area. I focus on reading the room when I DJ to understand what type of music to play at the event. I quick mix at the events. I don't play line dances. I don't use the sync button. I do everything live at the event to try and create a different and unique experience when I DJ. That's my brand. Of course, your brand can be whatever you want it to be. We talked a little bit about setting goals on social media in last week's episode. These goals could be you wanting to book more clients using Instagram or wanting to go viral to be the next TikTok star. My goals on social media are to, of course, book clients for their weddings, um, but also to be an influential member of our industry. I want to help DJs get better at their events and on social media, but I also want to make them laugh and enjoy the content uh, that is made to be entertaining for DJs. 
Now, whatever your goal is, I think it's important for your goal to match your brand on social media. So if your goal is to get more clients inquiring on social media, you should probably focus your content towards DJing and less towards some of the other stuff. I've seen some DJs that are pretty active on social media. They will post like maybe five times a week, but half their content is DJing and the other half is something random like taking food pictures or photos of their dog or something like that. That content might be interesting to your close friends or maybe a few people here and there, but overall that kind of stuff is not going to get any traction on your page as a whole because most of the people that might have followed you did that because you're a DJ. Does that make sense? For example, when I streamed on Twitch a lot, this was something I always thought about. Twitch is mainly a gaming platform, but you'll have DJs on there playing music and stuff like that. Now, imagine you follow somebody on Twitch because they're like a super good DJ and they're playing your favorite music. Then the next time you tune into their stream, they're playing Fortnite. Wouldn't that get kind of confusing? People that are super connected to that person, like a close friend or a family member, might not care what they're doing, whether it's DJing or playing Fortnite, because they're genuinely connected and interested in that person. But for some random person that stumbled upon your page and followed you because you were DJing their favorite music that one time, they're going to get pretty confused why you're playing Fortnite and why they're still following you. And they might even consider unfollowing you because they don't really care about the content that you're sharing right now. I'm not saying you can never post something that doesn't directly fit with your brand, but you need to make sure that you're prioritizing the content that you're known for and what you want to be known for. Your social media is a portfolio of who you are and what you are. What you post is what you are known for and what people will think about you. So make sure you're always putting the best version of yourself out there. I've also seen some DJs post content that kind of goes against their own brand and their own goals. Um, Not to call anybody out, but you gotta make sure that your content is actually appealing to clients if your goal is to get more bookings on social media. I've seen some DJs post videos showing them like DJing at an event and then the camera turns and nobody is dancing. I could see people like in the chairs, I could see people in the bar, and I could see maybe two people on the dance floor. Now I know having to deal with an empty dance floor and people being reluctant to dance is kind of part of our jobs as a DJ. You know, I have to deal with it all the time, but to a potential client, that might not be the most appealing thing to see your DJ post online. Everything you post is a reflection of who you are what you're about, and what you can offer. If a client sees you posting videos of nobody dancing, or maybe a terrible transition, or you're wearing cut-off jeans at the wedding or something like that, that client might reconsider booking you. Stuff like that can turn people away. You always got to think of things from a client's point of view or your follower's point of view, whatever your goal is. Ask yourself questions like this. 
How does this content reflect on me? What would a client think when they see this? Does this match the rest of the content on my page? And more importantly, does this content accomplish my goal? If the answers to any of those questions are negative, you should probably rethink posting that piece of content. Always make sure you're putting out the best version of yourself online. One thing that I've noticed lately is people posting literally anything on social media in order to go viral. We can talk about this in another episode, but going viral can actually be pretty bad for your account if you're not prepared for it. If you're interested in hearing an entire episode about this, feel free to shoot me a DM on Instagram at DJ. Definitely something that we can look into. Anyways, I'm seeing people post random stuff on Reels and TikTok. Uh, the videos are about maybe them being a DJ, but they're using a trending sound or audio on top of it. I'm assuming this is to make the content more interesting or attention grabbing, um, but it's overall inappropriate and makes them and other DJs look bad in the long run. Let me give you a made up example. This did not happen, but something like this happened. Anyways, let's say I have a video of me setting up my gear at an event. It's a time-lapse video and maybe it's 10 seconds long. Now, what if I had this video and it had the sound of somebody farting on top of it for 10 seconds long? Sure, it's a video of me doing my job and it's really cool, but it has some inappropriate audio playing in the background that doesn't help anything. I wish I was honestly joking about this, but I've seen multiple people post stuff like this and I don't know why. What is the goal of this content? I don't think this would attract potential clients or make people think you're a good DJ. The only thing I can think of is you're trying to go viral with a somewhat funny sound. The problem with this is you're going to attract the wrong people to your account. You're going to attract people that like to hear fart noises on TikTok. And trust me, you do not want to be on that side of TikTok. (laughs) Uh, When you get those random people to your account... They might follow you for that piece of content that you just made. But next time you post a normal video, they're not going to be interested in that because that's not why they followed you. That content you're posting might also scare away potential clients. They might look at that video and think that it's not appropriate or how you might not be professional enough to work with them or think something like, what if he starts making fart noises on the microphone at my event? Make sure you're putting out the best version of yourself online. One last thing I want to talk about before we go. um, It's something that is super important and relevant to basically anybody on social media. I don't know if you guys have noticed this, but a lot of people have been getting their Instagram accounts hacked lately. Um, I've had close friends get hacked. I've seen event professionals in my area get hacked like planners and photographers. Um, and even large Instagram accounts are not immune to this. Mr. Wired Up got his account hacked over the weekend, and he had almost 200,000 followers on Instagram. So the question is, how do you prevent your account from getting hacked? 
One of the most obvious things that you can do is frequently change your password and make them difficult. I try to change my passwords on all my social media accounts every six months. And every time I hear about someone else getting hacked, I change them again. You can also make your passwords harder by turning them into a phrase. For example, you might find it easier to remember a sentence like, the first house I lived in was 613 Fake Street. Rent was $400 a month. You can then turn that sentence into a password by using the first letter of each word. So your password becomes a 21 character bunch of numbers and letters, but you know what they mean. Does that make sense? Another thing you could do to prevent people from hacking into your account is by having a two-factor authentication turned on. So this will make it to where anytime you log into your account, it will require a special number sent to your phone or a special number sent to a special app on your phone. But the main reason why people are getting hacked is by literally giving the hackers their username and their password to their account. What they do is pretend to be an official Instagram account or an email from Instagram, and they will try to convince you to click on a link. I've seen them try to say things like, your account was flagged for copyright, click here to settle. Or things like, you're pre-approved for a blue check mark, click here to get it. Or I've even seen them do level 9,000 moves by saying, your account has been hacked, click here to regain access to it. In case I didn't make it obvious, do not click on any links that you're being sent from any of these accounts. I know it's hard because it looks like it's from Instagram, but if your account was actually flagged, you would get it as a notification in the app, not a DM, not an email. Instagram does not pre-approve people for a blue check mark. That's something that you have to apply for. So they shouldn't be sending you any information about getting verified. And for the your account got hacked thing, Instagram might send you an email about someone logging into your account from another device, um, but there's no need to click on any links that they send you. You can simply log into the app and change your password right away if it's not you logging into that account. You know, I've even heard stories of people getting their social media accounts held for Bitcoin ransom, which is just awful. And the support on Instagram is just complete garbage. If you get hacked, there is no path to getting your account back through Instagram. They don't have any support for people that have gotten their accounts hacked. So I can't stress how important it is that you do not click on any links that you're sent. Not only can they find your IP address and where you live, but they can also find personal information from your computer, including login info for your social media. Thank you guys so much for tuning in to this week's episode of the Social DJ Podcast. Make sure to subscribe, like, and rate this podcast. And if you guys have any feedback or questions for the show, feel free to shoot me a DM on Instagram at Justin the DJ. Again, thanks for listening, and I'll see you guys next week. <laughs>